much time do you want? All your progress. Progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. All right, all right. Today is March the 3rd, 2023. We have turned over meteorological springtime, although it's still winter in some spaces. Southern California is getting inundated with snow, and various places are having tornado outbreaks and all sorts of crazy stuff that's going on. And, and here we are, Dr. Hayes, why don't you greet us? Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. It's great to be here. Afternoon, morning, whatever time of the day, nighttime, whatever time of the day you might listen to this podcast. Here I am still quarantining on my last dose today of Paxlovid with this second bout of the COVID. The COVID ain't going nowhere. Uh, People, if you ain't feeling well, keep your ass at home. It ain't cute. If you sneezing, coughing, because many of us who have been vaccinated, boosted, and boosted, and boosted, have done our due diligence, keeping our hands washed and all of this, and, and trying to stay safe in these streets, but, but you knuckleheads who don't believe fat meat is greasy, still going out here acting like COVID is gone. COVID ain't gone nowhere. I'm a witness to it. It is nothing to play around with at all. And yes, I have the comorbidities. The biggest one is I'm a big black woman. How about that? And I'm taking everything I can. I don't know what's in that pack slogan, but after I got part of this demon out of my system, I shouted hallelujah on Tuesday morning because I felt my hope coming. I felt my hope coming. And then on top of everything else, Dr. Hayes, listen to this and we're going to have a conversation. For your health tonight, there is a new warning from the CDC. The agency is monitoring the spread of a bacteria called Shigella. It causes gastrointestinal infections. Yeah, the problem is more strains have become resistant to common antibiotics. Ground Force Rob Nesbitt talked with an infectious disease expert about the drug-resistant infections and who's becoming sick. Shigella infections are not new and are most common among young children. But the CDC says last year about 5% of infections were strong enough to resist treatment. Dr. Peter Chin Hong from UCSF says the concern is that the resistance will continue to trend upward. Going from zero in 2015 to 0.4% in 2019 and during the pandemic. And then last year, all of a sudden, it's 5% of cases where uh, no drugs work. Uh, That's kind of... Uh, frightening to me. The symptoms of Shigella include diarrhea, fever, and abdominal cramps. 
Dr. Chin Hong says about 40% of people who get it have to be hospitalized, but that most get better on their own. The CDC has seen an increase of spread among gay and bisexual men, as well as others. MSM, uh, homeless people, uh, immune-compromised individuals, and international travelers. Dr. Chin Hong understands the frustrations of these groups after going through the COVID pandemic, an increase of MPOX infections last summer, and now Shigella. He says it's important for anyone with symptoms to contact their doctor and get tested early. If it's Shigella, I think um, clinicians now know that if the individual is sick enough to be treated, that we may need to work with the CDC and, and bring out some alternative antibiotics, ones that we don't commonly use. According to the CDC, Shigella is usually spread when infected fecal matter enters the nose or mouth. It's why the simplest way to prevent infection is through practicing the hygiene habits that were preached during the pandemic. Washing hands has made a comeback now, uh, and I think Shigella is one of these places where uh, it could also be helpful. In San Francisco, Rob Nesbitt, Cron4 News. What in the Stop hell you. is Shigella? You could be me. Shigella. Just transmitted through the nose and the mouth, Dr. Hayes. Shigella. Fecal matter. Fecal matter. I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I, it's a lot. And the sad thing about it is, you know, I can understand the vulnerabilities of children. Because babies, you know, they might touch their poopy diaper and some of the other stuff. And then, and then here's another thing. Congenital syphilis is on the rise. Congenital syphilis is being passed on by mother to fetus. Um, and, and that's on the rise as well as Legionnaire's disease. Legionnaire's disease is found in, say, public swimming pools and, 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 uh, um, whirlpools because they haven't been cleaned out and because people are going in there nasty. In the first place, and then they act like they ain't got the germs, and they got the germs, and I don't want to be no germaphobe, but can we just wash our hands and wash our ass at the same time? Some people, and and here they got this deodorant called Lumi that you don't even, it lasts for 72 hours. We don't need nothing to last no 72 hours. And they got underwear, they call them period panties, that people don't even have to wear a pad or anything because the underwear catch on. It's too much. And we're getting these diseases like dysentery in this country that's supposed to be a little more developed than other folks. But Dr. Hayes, all of this, and when we think about it, I, I travel a lot. I used to travel a lot abroad, and you see people who were houseless just laying on the street and using the open air fields as their toilets, et cetera, with poop and urine all over the place. So we have a houseless uh, epidemic in this nation. We got a whole lot of people. Just living out on the streets, no place to go really to to get cleaned, and so I'm not surprised that all of this stuff is going on. That's and, and it's in the air. And speaking of what's in the air, let us ne- let us not forget East Palestine, Ohio, and that chemical that's blowing all over the place because the wind blows. However, the wind wills to blow. You can't you can't really put a fence up around air. Um, and so it just travels. So I have some, I have some questions and, and I have some feelings around this nasty nation. That's a shithole country. Go ahead, Dr. Hayes. Well, it's, you know, everything is related, I believe. 
I believe there's no isolated situation that doesn't eventually affect all of us. If we would get that, if we would understand that everything that affects you also will ultimately affect me and have some sense of care and concern about what's going on with people. And this idea of homelessness is a situation that can be corrected if anybody cared. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that this is the key uh, to keeping some of these diseases in check is to show care for homeless people, show care for people who are on limited incomes, can't afford to go to a doctor, can't even afford things like soap and and what have you in personal items. Um, it's all related that sooner or later, it's going to affect the, the total population. I don't know why we don't get it. I don't know why we don't get it. And then they're fighting over giving uh, aid to people who are middle to low income. Um, this, this is not an investment that you lose. This is an investment that will improve the overall health of our society. And, but people fail to see the big picture. It's all about what affects me, affects me as an individual. And this selfishness is going to come back to bite us. I, Dr. Hayes, I just, um, I just don't know what else to say. I think you are right on point that we have to care about caring and, um, and, and we can't be so smug or live in isolation, literally, that we don't believe that our chickens won't come home to roost. Mm-hmm. And there is an, there is an, in, there is a particular, um, selfishness mm-hmm. that is the antithesis of, of why we were created to be in community, one with mm-hmm. the other and, especially after we can be in community one with each other, then we can commune with the divine, the Mm -hmm. holy. But if we can't be in community with each other, whoever you worship is a piece of mess because I don't think that any of our traditions are solely for individual purposes, profits, and self-aggrandizement. I think it's we're supposed to be in community. How do we worship in spirit and in truth? Uh, I don't know, Dr. Hayes. I agree. I think we're we're saying the same thing, you know, that uh ultimately it comes down to our care for one another. Mm-hmm. That we were created and placed on this planet. For each other and everything um, that is in place on the planet is for us. Mm-hmm. And our charge is to care for the whole of creation as though our life depended upon it. And it does. Mm-hmm. The ground, the air, all of these things were put in place for us to survive and thrive. As a as a world, as a society, as a people, 
but we have neglected the care of creation to the extent where creation has almost uh, created a backlash. All of these extreme weather conditions and and uh, all of these health issues, all of it is is a matter of um, consequences to our behavior, our actions. So what did the psalmist say? What is nature saying to us? What are the heavens foretelling mm-hmm. that we should pay attention? Mm-hmm. What is this really about? Um, and, and do we have that, do we have that, that inclination to pay attention to the obvious? Um, one of the things that I, I remember as I've, I've been isolating that one of my um, friends told me to to uh, open up the back door to get some fresh air, you know, because if I set out, if I went on the front porch, people would have the proclivity of coming and speaking to me. And, but if I go to the back porch, no one really can see me. And so for my own safety and the protection of others. And so I did it. And I looked back there and, you know, the birds who are doing that thing as birds do, but far in the distance, I see this obese squirrel. <laughs> and I said, winter is not over. <laughs> not for these parts. <clears throat> and so I'm aware that winter is not over. Now, I do have a particular feelings towards squirrels. I think they're glo- and, and so my, my friend told me, well, did you feed them? Uh-uh. Squirrels are rats. They just got a tail. They're rodents. They're first cousins to rats. Why would I want to feed a squirrel? <laughs> I know they got to eat. They going to find. They squirrel things away. They're good. You know, the, the squirrel is okay. Um, uh, and so I just, I just find it interesting. Um, that, that we have everything that we need in terms of being in community with, with our humankind as well as animal kind. And so we have to, we have to really, um, be aware. So I see you looking out your window, you distracted. I'm not. I'm looking. I'm looking for the squirrels as you talk about yours. I'm looking <laughs> to see where mine are. Of course, it's raining outside, so they have found shelter somewhere. I'm sure, but they they stay busy, and there's no shortage of squirrels, so they're doing mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're doing okay. Uh, it's the worms we probably need to worry about, but the rain draws them out, and so the squirrels will be out to pick them up in a minute. <laughs> part of the food chain isn't it yeah it is and um and and that's okay it is quite okay so anyway dr hayes so so today we get the sentencing of the man here we go the man who killed his wife and child who Mm -hmm. who, and and in my mind's eye i don't even want to say his name but the judge who gave the sentencing all I can think about, this was in South Carolina, a black judge giving this sentencing. I saw it, yeah. and, and you know where I'm going. I bet that white man wanted to say, that damn nigga. I <laughs> felt it. How dare he? The brother was so calm, cool, and collected. I know he was in the back of his white privileged mind. He was really trying to say, who uppity, Negro, you what? 
Mm, wow. But what a tiny web we weave. That's what the brothers no, said. Well, you know, uh, he, he was really expressionless, if you ask me. He, he was. was. He was. He knew what was coming, and um, he somehow escaped death. Mm-hmm. And I guess he'll figure out a way to make a plea. And, uh, you know, he'll you'll see him again. He ain't gone away for good. He's mm-hmm. the type of person that has the arrogance to believe that somehow he can beat the law. Mm-hmm. He can beat it. He's a he's a, a a former lawyer. He's been disbarred, of course. And he's a consummate liar. So people who figure figure they can talk their way out of everything would never concede. Uh, to guilt, even though all of the evidence and his demeanor and everything else points to the fact that he did it. He didn't fool the jury. And they said the one thing that was his downfall was was his getting upon that stand to uh, uh, to witness, to be mm-hmm. a witness for himself. That mm-hmm. was the thing that took him down. Because when the jury observed his demeanor, listened to how he talked, Knew he he didn't have any feelings for his family. That sealed the deal for them. So there you have it, you know. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. what was so, I guess um, he's my age. I didn't realize he was fifty four. He was my age, and I, I have Generation X. Um, Life was good for us, and he came from a place of privilege beyond what I can even imagine. I just don't know. Um, And to say that, you know, the opioids that he became addicted to and all of this, we can make all sorts of excuses. But, again, it goes back as we do a bird walk around our first topic. How can you not care about this community? And here his community was his his seed, his own son. Um, I, I, I don't know uh, if something doesn't happen to the hearts of men. God is gonna send that rain, and the flood's gonna happen again. I didn't mean to rhyme, Doctor Hayes. Give us <laughs> some hope on this on this first Friday of the month of March in the steel of a pandemic. Well, I'm. St- I'm still, I'm, I'm still uh, encouraging us to reflect upon what goes on in the world around us, that we cannot become detached because things may be well with us momentarily does not mean that eventually all of these things that are going on will, will affect us in our everyday lives. And so it behooves us to at least pray about it, but see where we can connect with um, those things that might prevent uh, further deterioration, but most of all that we really treasure the community that we have access to and that we do all that we can to support that community in whatever way that we uh, are able. And I think that the reward will be that whatever we put out, that's the principle, whatever we give out, Whatever we do for others mm-hmm. will eventually come back to us. Mm-hmm. 
And so that works both ways. Mm -hmm. If you give out negativity, if you act in negative ways, if you don't care, then nobody's going to care for you when you need it. So we are sowing and we will reap. We are casting our bread upon the waters. If we cast no bread, no bread will come back. But the bread that we cast will surely come back to us in due season. That's our hope. That's our faith. That's what we have to live by. And thank you, Dr. Hayes, for reminding us all to tap into our our greater humanity. Be blessed until we meet again. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.